Um, you know, we woke up to, uh, if you're a soccer fan, certainly some really exciting news because uh, it's been called a generational opportunity with news that we're going to be co-hosting the World Cup with not only the United States, but also with Mexico. And uh, a lot of people saying, hey, this is a game changer, certainly for Toronto, that will get to host some of the games. And uh, the cost set to be about $30 million shared costs the feds and other cities will pick up. And according to the politicians, it comes with a big, big return on investment, bringing in up to $200 million in investment dollars. But yeah, here was the sound you heard this morning waking up. We have a winner for the 2026 FIFA World Cup. The member associations of Canada, Mexico and USA have been selected by the FIFA Congress to host the 2026 FIFA World Cup. Now look, we were only up against one other country, Morocco. So we didn't have a lot of competition, but nonetheless, it's coming, it's here, and hopefully I'll be alive uh, when it does come in about 10 years. But uh, the good news also, most of the infrastructure's built. But let's bring in a guy that you know from uh, his political perspective. He joins us every Friday night. But Bob Richardson is on the board of the Canadian Soccer Association. So he helped put this deal together. He joins me now. Bob, this is a, a big day, not just for soccer, but for obviously the city of Toronto. And, and you've been wearing a couple of hats on this because normally we go to you for political advice. But you are sitting on the board of um, the Canadian Soccer Association. And you also bring your experience from organizing the Pan Am Games. How much more difficult was this job of bringing this to Canada than organizing Pan Am? Well, you know what? This was a this was fantastic, and this is going to be fantastic for Toronto. So I'm feeling really, really good about this. Uh, Pan Am Games was a big, complicated project. So was this. Um, and let me tell you, there's lots of politics in sports. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. But uh, but uh, we had a terrific bid. Uh, the three countries really worked well together. Um, we have great infrastructure in place. I think it was cost effective, which was important in kind of the di- dynamic or context that we're living in today. Mm-hmm. And uh, it worked really, really well. And, you know, we had some great bid leadership and I'm, I'm really happy to have been part of it. Yeah, I mean, uh, there, there are two cities that s- sat out. I guess Vancouver uh, decided that they didn't want to be a part of it. Chicago also said, yeah, we're sidelining ourselves because of the costs. And, you know, we know that this will cost about $30 million in shared costs between the feds and, um, I guess, those that are involved. Uh, but the return, you, you believe, is much greater. I think the return is massive here. I mean, uh, the return is going to be from the amount of time, uh, the exposure that Toronto gets, um, the amount of tourism that we will get, the hotel rooms, the restaurants, all those sort of things has been great. And pound for pound, and I've done two or three of these things, so I, you know, I have some experience at it. For bang for your buck, this is probably the best one I've ever seen. We're not building an Olympic village. We're not building new uh, new venues or things like that that are that are expensive. We're using uh, existing venues, and so you know, from a cost perspective, this is probably of the ones that I've worked on the most cost effective, and probably the one that will give the largest return to the city. So, to my friends in Chicago and Vancouver, I, I would suggest that uh, maybe they should read a little bit more closely next time. Well, okay, that's interesting. And and so what you're saying is the overages that we, we got on Pan Am will pay off with this because all of that infrastructure 
you know, is now going to be used and we get the money back. Well, you know, one of the Pan Am games, too, as well, we got a ton of infrastructure built that is being used every single day. Look, there have been bad Olympics. There's been good Olympics. There's been bad Pan Am games, good Pan Am games. Ours happen to be one of the best. And our facilities now are, like, used almost 24-7. So I think it's been a good investment for the city. Um, look, there's some people who don't like these big projects, and I accept that. But i got to tell you, I think uh, that was a terrific Games. And this one, from a cost-effective perspective, is even better. Right. Um, let's talk a little bit about the politics, because FIFA, not not exactly known, I mean, for uh, doing everything by the book. They've had some issues with uh, ethics, et cetera, and, and breaking the rules. How do we know that we've uh, signed good contracts and that they're going to live up to what they have to deliver? Well, first of all, we're negotiating. This is the start of the process, not the end of the process. But this was, and again, I've done this for a while now, a very, very good process. Uh, First of all, it was an open vote, 211 people. The last time it was 21. Uh, All the votes are recorded and people know who voted for whom. Um, None of the people who were involved last time were effectively involved this time. Mm -hmm. Uh, FIFA is not perfect and it has more work to do, but man, did they clean up their act in the last four years. And uh, I I think this has probably been one of the better processes <clears throat> that I have seen uh, in the work that I've done over the last 15 to 20 years. Given all the uh, headlines that we've seen with NAFTA, certainly this war of words between Mr. Trump and Mr. Trudeau and, and all the headaches of tariffs, it's a, it's a positive headline. Do you get the sense that it'll change the tone of anything? Well, I hope so. I mean, it's nice when the soccer guys are leading here and kind of telling <laughs> the other folks what to do. I mean, if we can get our you-know-what together, hopefully they can too as well. Uh, and we worked well together. There's obviously, if I can put it this way, sibling rivalries. Mm-hmm. But uh, we all worked well together. And at the end of the day, we got the big prize. Hopefully, our, uh, hopefully we can do that on NAFTA and uh, a variety of other things as we go forward. Yeah, we'll have to put you on that uh, file to fix it up. <laughs> uh, just before I let you go, Bob, do we get any say in what games uh, Toronto will get? And what games do we want? I know nothing about soccer. I just know that that they're a huge draw and there has to be a couple of teams that would set people's hair on fire. Well, you know, it, we don't. And, and it's by draw and things like that. But how great would an Italy-Portugal a game be in Toronto? If we got something like that, the city would be ablaze. It actually might be actually ablaze, but um, <laughs> something like that would be absolutely fantastic. So, um, uh, you know what? The great thing about the city of Toronto is almost whatever country is here, there'll be a massive fan base and it'll be a terrific, terrific experience. Yeah, either way, uh, it seems like a win. So hopefully I'll live long enough to see the, the games actually come here. <laughs> Exactly. That's what I said. I'm hoping to be there and not in an urn. (laughs) Bob, thanks, and uh, congratulations. You earned your beer tonight. Thank you. This is On Point here on Global News Radio.